Welcome to DTS 47. We've got a new weekly update talking about the brand new Iron Banner and new patch changes that are going to make some good quality of life adjustments for Destiny players. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, everybody? I am BBK Dragoon, joined here with my lovely, awesome, excellent co-host, Diddy. How are you doing this week, dude? I'm tired of rain. Yeah, how are you? Have you floated oh down God. the river? Are you safe? Like Texas could have a drought for the next 10 years, and we would be fine because of all is the water we've gotten. Now, it should be done by now, but like this past week and a half, man, every night, just flood warnings every single time. It's so annoying. Are there sirens, like flood sirens? Um, there probably are, but the lightning just drowns them out. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just ridiculous. Do you guys have tornadoes? Like, yeah, we are we are in Tornado Alley, but we didn't have any uh, tornado threats this past couple weeks. With apartments or like condos or like places that aren't standalone houses, are there like shelters that you go to, or do you just like if you're on a higher floor bathtub it? Um. That's a really good question. I don't know. We should probably yeah. look that up. But maybe, you know. Yeah. I would hope they would open up the garages downstairs for people. I don't know. Probably. Or you get to go to Oz, you know. I've always <laughs> wanted to go see the yellow brick road. I've always wanted to fly. Yes, indeed. How was your week with Destiny? What games did you play that weren't Destiny if you did any? I've been uh, on the Destiny grind since House of Wolves, you know, maybe a league game here or there, but nothing too serious, but House of Wolves has got me hooked because Prison of Elders, Nightfalls at the beginning of the week, and then Trials on the weekends, it's a nice rotation. It really is, it really is. What'd you think of the Prison of Elders this week, level 34? Oh my god, like, figuring out the mechanic to that fight was just frustrating, because it would say searching for targets, and if you didn't know that that guy existed... And you got, yeah, and you got uh, detained, shielded. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. is happening? Why can't I break the shield? And why am I dying? It was yep. pretty frustrating the first couple of wipes. But once we figured it out, it was uh, easier. Yeah, that was my experience. The first night we did it, I really did not enjoy that fight. When we finally completed it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never doing that again. And then sure enough, since you know, you've got other friends you want to play with and other characters to put it through... Um, I did it a second time, then I did it a third time, and then I did it a fourth time. And by the time I was on like the third and fourth goes, I really, really like that fight. It requires a lot of communication and teamwork. I love when Destiny requires good coordination from your team. And I will say this, like in terms of it being a difficult fight, like does anything do insane amounts of damage? No, but the difficulty comes from that coordination. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And trials, you got your flawless, I believe, yes? I've gotten one flawless at the time of recording this. I'm going to do my other two characters later on, maybe Monday. And uh, I got another auto rifle. I think it's called the oh, Summoner. Yeah. So I'm just not excited about that <laughs> because I don't I, use auto rifles anyways. And I just want the jewel. I'm wondering if ever auto rifles are going to see some love again. I, my feelings would be maybe, but I don't know, especially with Taken King, which we're going to be talking about in today's show. Yeah, I mean, the auto rifle from Trials is not a bad auto rifle it, no. in comparison to other auto rifles, but auto rifles compared to other guns in the game, like, 
the trial scout rifle is so good. This the pulse rifle is so good, and I haven't even used the hand cannon. It's just like I can't even imagine. I got the pulse rifle with void this week. So the messenger two shots people without any upgrades. It's amazing. Wow, it's got a slow rate of fire, but I I tend to like that. We got our flawless yesterday. I'm gonna just be like hundred percent honest. I really don't like Pantheon as a trials <laughs> map, and I triple don't like it because it's our second week map. I, for me, I'm much more into options. And by the end of the series, we had figured out some really good flanking options, but I was just so surprised because 80, 90% of our games, all three players would go to the alleyway between the waterfall and the mid and just snipe that sight line mm-hmm. instead of just, like going to the big room. And so we would automatically flank from the big room and, and push them from both sides. But gosh, I don't know. Did you have a similar... What was your experience? Yeah, pretty similar. I mean, it, it was a snipe fest, but there was this one team I played against. Shout out to this dude. His gamer tag was Blinking Shotgun. <laughs> and he lived up to that name. I'm not kidding. He was a blade dancer with Blink, and he had the perfect Fell Winters role. He had aggressive oh, no. ballistics, final round, hammer forged, and shot package. So, like, he would just queue up his final round <laughs> bullet and then, like, blink towards you and shoot you from a mile away, and you're dead, and you can't do anything about that. So, I mean, that was the one game we lost. We had Mercy active, thankfully. But, like, yeah. that was super annoying to play against. But I will agree with the fact that Pantheon is not a very good 3v3 map. I like it for Salvage because there's a constant objective on the map. Yeah. But if, for Skirmish and uh, what is it, Elimination Modes, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like, since it's, you know, you have to play safer, the game mode is a defensive game mode. And when you mm-hmm. p- use a big map like that, it be- becomes a sniper fest. Whoever has the better snipe shot is going to win that game. Yeah, and I like sniping, don't get me wrong, but Pantheon, it's just, I, I don't know, I can't put my finger on it. It's never been a major favorite map. But uh, other than Destiny, I started playing a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Their expansion, Heaven's Ward, is coming out in June sometime. So I'm just kind of... I'm I'm uh, testing the waters. I'm putting only minimal amount of time in, and the reason was I needed a game to play when I didn't have fire team members on. It's weird because House of Wolves, you're very reliant on a fire team for your House of Wolves like PoE endgame stuff and Trials endgame stuff. And so, if, you know, I come on at a time where nobody else is on, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to farm. Oh, dude, I've got three level thirty fours by the way. Awesome! Congratulations! Nice. Thank you, Hunter Titan Warlock. The the Hunter's not quite there yet, but. Uh, <laughs> We'll see. I still haven't even finished the subclass for Gunslinger on the Hunter yet, but wow. Hunters are cool. <laughs> have you even started Blade Dancer yet? No. Etheric <laughs> Light is just ridiculous. It's like, you want to upgrade? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's why I've been playing more PlayStation now, because I have just vanilla gear, and I'm just going to get the new House of Wolves gear and just be immediate level 34, so that's going to be nice. Excellent. I think it's time we hop into the news. News! First on the docket is the Bungie Weekly Update, and this time we got a lot more information than last week's, which is pretty cool. It started out with talking about Trials of Osiris, and they've got some cool heat maps showing where people died and where people spent their time sniping. It was nice to see these heat maps. They obviously have this data, which if you played uh, Halo 3, do you remember if Halo 2 had heat maps? I don't remember. I know Halo 3 had heat maps, Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't think Halo 2 had them. No. 
But it was really cool to see that kind of data, and hopefully we can access that data down the road in the future. Maybe Destiny Tracker's API can get a hold of um, whatever stat it is that tracks that and can show us the heat maps. One cool stat that I wanted to share here is 299,000 Guardians scored a perfect scorecard during their Trials of Osiris run. But did you also see Diddy? It's like only 200,000 actually went to Mercury out of that 300,000. Yeah, so it's like only a third... Or only two thirds of that number yeah. actually went to Mercury to it's get like a hundred thousand people who missed their reward. Yeah, like what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> it does say Guardians, so I don't know if it means different characters. That could be it, but I don't know. I mean, just getting a flawless on your scorecard and then not utilizing that end game reward is just baffling to me. Yeah. So 300,000, that's a decent amount of people who actually did get their perfect scorecard. And if you didn't get it, you can always go again as long as the event is active, which is pretty cool. Bungie did address that cheaters are being punished. And we're going to bring this up in the topic, too. Trials has a lot of unique methods that people are trying to cheat with. On the front page of Reddit today, I was reading this system where players are quitting out of the game or disconnecting from Destiny servers before the map loads in. So you know when your ship is flying above orbit, you can hit start and you can start looking at your opponents. That's what we do, and most good teams do. They look at their opponent's level, their gear, that kind of stuff, and they look to see, are they level 34? And if the whole enemy team is level 34, they DC and then try again. And they don't get a loss by doing this as long as it's before it loads into the map, right? And so what they do is they just wait and wait till they get a low-level team for what they think is a guaranteed win, which I find to be just... I think it's ridiculous, don't you? The time wasted searching for new teams over and over and over again is would not be worth it, in my opinion. No, and you like, probably have to go through like the title screen again, too. Yeah, the only the way you can like get out of that is if you just switch characters. If you um, oh, yeah. go to the settings and you hit mm. change character, that's how you get yourself out of orbit. So, like, say, you know, you accidentally join a fire team you don't want to. You can just change your character when you're flying in and you'll just re-return to that character selection screen. It's like the time wasted doing that over and over and over again. Why? Just to get maybe a guaranteed win? It's You guys are trying too hard. Yeah, it's destroying the spirit of trials too. Like I like that there's an incentive to win, but people that that's getting carried away in my opinion there. So Bungie is aware of this and they have said that if you're caught cheating in a manner like this, you may have a timeout from Destiny or you may be kicked altogether. You might have a complete IP ban. So Interesting to see them hopping on, um, you know, taking action so quickly. Additionally, Iron Banner is coming Tuesday, June 2nd, and pretty cool. With Iron Banner, we you know, we don't know the release date of this, like, new patch, but basically Update 1101 has some changes in store for the Iron Banner. This is the first time they'll take effect, and here is a summary of what is new. Lower-ranked Guardians on your account will receive a reputation boost to catch up to your highest-ranked Guardian more quickly. That's so cool. So, Diddy, for you, you always run your alts through Iron Banner, right? Yeah. Every You're going to get a rep boost for them. That's nice. Yeah, that is Iron Banner reputation they're talking about. So once I get rank 5 on my Hunter and I go to my Titan and I have everything equipped, I'm going to have a reputation boost in addition because I already have a character at max rank on that uh, profile. Yeah, whatever is the higher ranked character, the lowers are going to receive that rep boost, which is just, that's a very nice quality of life change. It's very nice. Rewards cost less glimmer. The grind is oh less God. real. Thank nice. <laughs> Etheric light is available for purchase at rank 3 and rank 5. 
I saw a tweet about this from Planet Destiny. I don't want to misquote it, but I believe you can buy one etheric light at rank three and another etheric light at rank five. So two total for reaching yes. rank five. Okay, that's what I was about to say. Like that's what I'm going to yes. assume is going to happen because if you can just keep buying etheric, etheric light, that would be too no. easy. No, <laughs> just one. At the speculation that it would be one and then two at rank five. No, it's just one and one. I don't remember how much it's going to cost. So I think it was a pretty hefty glimmer sink if it was glimmer. I mean, so. all the Iron Banner rewards are usually pretty hefty, but they all are they are lowering the cost. But that's for the items themselves. The gunsmith has inherited Lord Saladin's weapon reforging service. Power still matters, and it matters a little more as the delta between two players increases. So basically they're saying as as the level cap gets higher, if you're a lower level character and you're not near that level 34 point, you're going to struggle a little bit more. Diddy and I can attest to this. When you have a full team of level 34 people in the trials going against a team of 33s, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it's actually, that's the only thing I look at now. I don't even look at their items. I just see what level they are. If they are lower level, I know it's going to be a little bit easier for me to kill them and a little bit harder for them to kill me. So it's all about that level advantage. I love the trials trolling. People will equip dumb items and stupid <laughs> specs before they go in, like No Land Beyond or Hard Light or something. It's like, you're not kidding anyone. I see you in the, the screen. You've got <laughs> Thorn and like Effort Eats. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> And then the final uh, change here with Iron Banner is going to be the Cauldron and Pantheon have been added to the playlist along with Exodus Blue on PlayStation, which is pretty cool. And they talked about a few issues later in the weekly update that are going to be resolved in a later patch. We don't know when this is coming, but Bungie is aware of it and they're going to try and fix these things. All of error codes and other crucible disconnects. Mercury emblems that don't appear in inventories. Diddy had this experience. His... uh, his inventory was full. He got an emblem from doing trials, and it just deleted. It didn't go to the postmaster at all, which sucks. Yeah, so. I only have two of those exotic emblems now. <laughs> yeah. Treasure key famine and the farmers who need relief, which is pretty funny, right? Ammo synthesis that piles up in your inventories. This is in regards to everybody getting a just boatload of green ammo synth, and you can't actually get rid of it unless you use it. And we all know there's a five-minute cooldown in between each use, so it could, it could take forever, which is just silly. Quests, ships, or shaders not being granted by Prison of Elders. That one I find unique. Maybe those are drops that are not dropping as often as they should? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I haven't tried to buy anything from Varex other aside from the, uh, the class items, so I, I wouldn't know. And then finally, encounters with known prison inmate bosses. Now, I don't know if that is a response to maybe people cheesing Skolos. I don't think it is. I think it could possibly be, there's minor things. Like, we, you've seen the Vex get stuck in the wall, haven't you, Diddy? No, I haven't. Okay, it's happened to me three times. In the Vex room, since the Vex can blink, there's a wall on the right side of the room when you come in that a Vex can blink inside. And that's happened like three <laughs> times. And it's usually the last guy in the way. If he blinks and he's inside the wall, armor-piercing grounds can't kill him. And all you can do is just wait until the AI decides to blink out of the wall. So, oh God! Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. That's it for the weekly update. Uh, Destiny. It's going to be at E3 2015. E3 is like June 16th through the 18th, I think, or it's in and around that time. So we're looking at two and a half weeks. Destiny will be there. Diddy. Sounds like Taken King, doesn't it? If they don't announce the Comet DLC or get the Tanky Taken King as its working title is, I'm going to be disappointed. But as I say, it's a pretty safe bet that they're going to do something like that. 
And just make the DTS prediction. Come on. Yeah, I mean, DTS prediction, they're going to announce the Taken King, obviously. And I would be really surprised if they mentioned anything about the Destiny sequel. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine them showing that off. See, what would be really cool is if they announced the next DLC, the Taken King, Comet, whatever it's going to be called, and they gave us a timeline of this is what we want to happen with Destiny over the next two or three years. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think, realistically, Taken King's probably all they're going to look at. And then we'll have another expansion November, December time, and then another expansion next spring, and that'll wrap up Destiny 1's adventure, and we can start looking at Destiny 2 stuff maybe next year. So, again, just speculation. I'm excited because... Man, we have all this House of Wolves stuff. Two weeks later, we're going to get more Destiny news. Can it get any better? Good. You're here. Let's get started. Ready for an adventure, Guardian? The Queen's Wrath is at your side. Be lucky. Find Skolas. So for today's topic, I've got three things I want to talk about. Difficulty of PoE and Trials. Uh, treasure keys, because that's been so much drama on Reddit. Should not be that much dram dram, but it is. And then what can be improved upon moving forward? We talked about the positives of House of Wolves, but where do we want Destiny to go next? What refinements and improvements do we want to see? I think we've had enough time with the expansion to start talking about uh, things that maybe could have been improved upon, or moving forward, what they can push forward next. So let's start out with this. A lot of folks are complaining about the difficulty of Prison of Elders and Trials of Osiris. I want to start with Prison of Elders and just pitch this conversation because I've talked with some listeners on Twitter and some people love the difficulty and some people think it's unacceptable and they just can't complete it. It's too hard and it's very frustrating to them. I'm curious, Diddy, what do you feel like in terms of PoE difficulty? Like how how does it sit with you? I really like the level of difficulty it's at. It's challenging and... You know, yet I've completed them. I may sound a little bit biased saying it's, you know, not too challenging, but it is, in my opinion, raid levels of difficulty, you know, maybe not, you know, the puzzles of Vault of Glass or the, um, the amount of cheese available in Crota's End. It has, you know, the Skolas fight has fire team levels of communication. You need to be coordinated with your fire team of when to take down the servitors, when to pass off the debuff when to dps skull loss there's just so much communication involved that it really does feel like a raid levels of end game activity you know Um, and in my opinion the level 34 boss fights the first time around are harder than skull loss because you know we've already done the skull loss fight we know the mechanics of the raid the only thing different moving forward is going to be the modifiers in that end room you know but the mm-hmm. level 34 yep. boss fight, until we've seen all of them, it's going to be harder than Skolas. Because Quadron, Quadron, however you pronounce his name, the level 34 boss fight this week was super hard to figure out the mechanic. Uh, because, you know, once you're detained, you didn't know what was going on. You had no idea how to beat this boss and you were just dying randomly. You're like, what do I do? And then you found out you had to kill the specific guy to gain the buff to kill the gate lord and that was more difficult than skull loss first time in my opinion and next week's or this week says you know 
moving forward, it's going to be a new boss and it's going to be a new mechanic that we have to learn. And until we've seen all of the Prison of Elders bosses, it's going to be challenging no matter what. And I really like the difficulty it's at right now. I agree. Three more weeks, by the way, of new bosses that we'll get to experience. And you bring you bring up a good point where you have to learn the fight. And that is something I've wanted and I've talked about here on the show before. What was it like to do Vault of Glass the very first day it was oh, out and have to learn it? You know, the first day Crota's End comes out and have to learn it. The YouTube guides aren't there just yet. Now, granted, the Destiny community and Reddit and YouTube scene is so large now that you have to live under a rock to not hear or see about these fights really quickly after they come out. But with the level 34 this week, I ain't seen anything. My fire team members hadn't seen anything. We had one fire team member, Sassy, who explained the fight to us after he let us experience it a few times through. And I love that. I absolutely, that is one of the most rewarding experiences in Destiny. And I will, I'm not trying to hurt feelings here. But if it is a difficult piece of content and you are struggling to complete it, either work towards a higher level, because I'm assuming you are probably not level 34 or your fire team isn't level 34 yet. There's plenty of ways to get to level 34 without beating the level 34 version of Prison of Elders. Get to a higher level, work with your team, and practice, and it will be rewarding. I don't think current endgame activity especially the higher difficulty levels of it, should cater to the broader audience. I think level 34 and 35 Prison of Elders, that's the hard mode of this game. And if you struggle to complete it, in my mind, I think that's pretty good. I think that's a good mark. This should not be something everybody who plays Destiny checks off their checklist of, I beat Skolos. No, it's an accomplishment. That's my my two cents on it. And then Trials of Osiris... There's a theory popping on uh, Reddit right now, basically. As Trials goes on, you're going to have less and less people playing it. Say the first week happened, a bunch of casual players did not get their flawless, and no, I shouldn't say casual, a lot of players did not get their flawless run. And so they say, I don't want to do this next week, it was too hard. And that cycle continues until you only have a very hardcore group of players left who are skilled, have good weapons, and make for really hard-fought matches. And the idea is... Well, Trials is just going to kill itself because in a month, it's only going to be diehard PvP players and it's just going to be too difficult for your everyday everyday Joe to go in and get his flawless. And again, I would echo a similar sentiment from my previous comment. Diddy, what do you think? Trials is the hardcore playlist of Destiny. It is the MLG playlist of Destiny. MLG was to Halo 3 as... Trials is to Destiny. You know, that's the level of competitive Bungie wants in the Trials of Osiris. And I think the Trials, with the level advantages, with the one map per week rotation, with the requirement of a full fire team to play it, so you have that communication, you have that team coordination, that they hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, the competitiveness. And if you don't want to play a competitive match, then don't play Trials of Osiris. Now, I'm 50-50 on this because, yes, I do play Trials every single weekend on all three of my characters, and I strive to get that flawless every single time. But on the other hand, you know, if I don't want to play competitively, but I want to play an elimination game mode, I don't have that option. So I would think if Bungie maybe implemented, you know, think of the trials of osiris as the ranked version of elimination and have a social 
version of elimination just an elimination playlist where you can play by yourself no scorecard no reward just a regular crucible playlist of just elimination so maybe you can practice with your fire team and there's no there's no weight of the scorecard on you there's no pressure of not losing getting that flawless run i think that would be a nice implementation but as of right now trials of osiris is as competitive as it needs to be yeah, and I like when we play hard teams. I don't like blowouts in the trials. It feels like an empty win to me <laughs> when we get a 5-0 and on somebody, and it will become harder. That's how any game is. As time progresses, you have less, you know, more casual audience players continuing that content and the more dedicated, hardcore people playing. Again, I think your idea of having an elimination playlist outside of trials is really good, but people also act like there's no rewards for getting five wins or six wins when... You know, if the only goal the is that chest, item. yeah, yeah. If the only goal is that chest, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed. There are some cool items that drop from the chest, but nothing that is like that's so OP. I can no longer compete in trials unless I got the jewel or unless I got the messenger. It's like no, that no. Yeah, even though really the messenger can two shot without any perks upgraded, it's still a really slow rate of fire. So like a last yeah, word is. or a thorn can easily outshoot a messenger if the messenger wielder misses a shot, you know? It's like they're all the trials weapons, even though you can get them from the chest, they're not the end all be all of the weapons in the crucible. You know, it's there are counters to them, you know, and they're very well balanced. Totally. This will segue nicely into treasure keys. Reddit, for most of this week, was blown up about the difficulty of getting treasure keys, wanting a currency to be able to actually purchase a guaranteed treasure key some way during the week so you didn't have to go out and farm world events. Now, if you remember from the weekly update, they said that in some patch down the road, they are going to address treasure key famine. So they are aware of the issue, but I think it's been blown out of proportion. To be honest, the only time you need a treasure key is the very first time you open that chest on a character, period, because that's your guaranteed exotic opening. It doesn't reset on the weekly as, you know, rumored. Or the other time you would want a key is when you beat level 35 Skolas for the first time to get your ship and shader. Diddy, do you think it's a little bit, uh, I mean, what, what do you think of this treasure key madness? Well, I would really like to see an implementation of, a, of at least one treasure key guaranteed a week. Even if it's across all three characters, just once a week. I think that would be really nice because even though you don't get that guaranteed exotic, it's still an exotic chance drop yeah. from an end game activity. Yep. And you still get that legendary item. You know, maybe the queen's items aren't the best, but you can reroll them. You know, that's something, right? You and can. from the two smaller chests, you get that two motes of light for at least one reroll. So that's nice. But I think if they... I don't really think that there's a guaranteed way to fix this problem. People are going to complain no matter what. But yeah. if they could implement at least one guaranteed treasure chest, treasure treasure key, is that what they're called? Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I haven't eaten lunch, so I'm just... So good. Oof. Yeah. If at least one treasure key per profile per week would, okay. would happen, I would be happy with that. I agree. I think you could do something with the tokens of flight, judgment, and the other one, because mm-hmm. I have so many of those stinking <laughs> tokens that it completely ruins the value of those items. To yeah, exactly. Like, I have six whatever. tokens of flight, but I only like one of the ships. What am I going to do with the other five? You know, I Don't, can't. Like, that's it. I have this currency that I'm not using. It's like if I have um, a euro 
and I'm never going to visit Europe again in my life. Like, what am I going to yep. do with that? I need a currency exchange for that. You know, I can take it to a currency exchange here in America and change that euro to an American dollar or something. Whatever yeah. the exchange rate is, I need a currency exchange for tokens of flight, judgment, and identity. That's the third one. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So last uh, question here. What can be improved upon moving forward? We talked about House Wolves, the stuff we liked last week. Where does Destiny go next? More endgame activities, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but House of Wolves did a really good job of fixing a lot of the mistakes from the dark below. Like, really good job. You know, weapon forging, ascending old gear, all that stuff. I just think it needs a little bit more refinement. You know, they introduced more currencies, like we just talked about, that we might only use once. And like the treasure keys or the tokens of whatever. I'm only going to use those once. And they only have one what is it called? They only have one use, one function in the game. And if I already use that function and I have multiple of those currencies, what am I going to do with that? I would like to see a refinement in just all these new currencies we have. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I would like to see more guaranteed endgame rewards, things that have a long-term journey to get there, okay? <laughs> I, I talked on my channel the about Gallahorn. this this week. <laughs> well, I don't think it should be something like that. I think these should be limited to cosmetic rather than performance-based because, you know, Destiny's whole loot system would be broken if everybody could... Like, if Xur sells Yalahorn this week, it will ruin the value of Yalahorn. Like, it's an amazing weapon. It would still continue to be amazing. But you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a carrot on the end of the stick. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see Bungie giving everybody in the community that carrot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, what I'm looking for is like a really long rep grind. Let's say I'm a new Monarchy player and I want the new Monarchy ship. What if I had to do like two months worth of daily missions or a two-month quest line to get that ship? And it was guaranteed, mind you. And I'd work towards getting that ship. That ship would mean a lot to me, a lot more than it just happening in a random drop when I finally rank up new Monarchy to like 57 or something silly, you know? Exactly, because you're working towards an end goal. Absolutely, and it's not breaking. It's not like an equipment item that's like incredible in PvP, and, and people go, that's unfair, I don't have the time to get that. No, it's cosmetic-based. And people look at it and go, ooh, I really wish I had that. So yeah, that's, and that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's a, that's a really brilliant idea. And that would mean you actually earned that piece of item. You know, people yes. on LFG sites saying, you didn't earn your Galahorn because you bought it from Xur, or you didn't earn that Icebreaker because you bought it from Xur. It's like, where did you get it? I got it in a random drop in Crucible. It's like, so you earned that? Yeah. You played a yeah. Crucible game and you got a random drop. I had to grind the strange coins to purchase this exotic item from Xur. I earned that item more than you did. Mm -hmm. So I think the ability to earn endgame items, like cosmetics, the ship, the shader, shaders, oh my gosh. If there was a guaranteed way to get faction shaders, everybody would be all over that. Everybody totally. would grind Dead Orbit, New Monarchy, Future War Cult. They would like, if you get a guaranteed shader at level 50 reputation, everybody would grind towards it because it's Absolutely. a guaranteed reward. There's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There needs it's to be an incentive more to lights continue. at the end of these tunnels. Yes. Yeah. 100% fully agree. So I think it's time for... It came from Twitter! It's the part of the show where we read your tweets. You can always reach us at Destiny the Show. First up is at Castro KCMO, who says, Awesome show. Keep it up. Thank you, Castro. 
at BTM Dreadnought says the wonders of the Destiny mobile app. And he sent us a picture of his warlock using the ram. Diddy, what do you think of the ram? The ram is awesome. It doesn't even matter which subclass you use for the warlock on the ram. It's good no matter what. Increased armor, radiant skin, radiance, and flame shield. 263% effective health. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you don't Punched even use everything. the lifesteal. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. I love it. And the way it looks, too. Up next, at the effing monkey says, best so far, better than I was a month ago, and sent us a screenshot of him going on top of the Crucible. Congratulations. Nice. At Snout sent us, anyone else disappointed in the Jewel of Osiris? Did he, weren't you saying you were disappointed in the Jewel? I'm disappointed because I don't have it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I got it. It's. I think it's pretty good. I don't know if it's Once incredible. Once I get it, I'm just going to spam that in Crucible because... Icarus, increased accuracy when you jump. Oh my gosh. That is just like a dream PvP perk of mine. For a hunter. Yeah, and like I try and use it with my last word all the time because of the increased hip fire accuracy, but it doesn't I can't wait to use Icarus. It's I totally. really want it. I want it. Nice. At Jerd Blaze, in response to your comments about the rooms in Prison of Elders, despair is the word talking about a few weeks ago when we were saying the cabal room is just insane right <laughs> oh my god i cannot i guess next week cabal level 34 strike oh my gosh that's going to be too difficult <laughs> oh i don't want to do the shield boss guy on 34 <laughs> that's going to be at, insane at hector 7265 says look what was on reddit and he sent us a picture of a hunter in full iron banner gear and it's a photoshopped auto rifle that is a flamethrower so <laughs> that would be cool Thank you for sharing, but there will not be a flamethrower being sold from Iron Banner this week. And if it is, I will eat my words, but there's just no way. <laughs> it would be so out of left field. It's a flamethrower primary. Like, what would that do in Crucible? It would be so oh confusing. Remember the flamethrower from Halo 3? Yeah, oh I do. Gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Citadel. So many matches with that thing. Not uh, Citadel, at, Construct. Oh, thank you. My bad. It's been years, man. <laughs> at MC Carte Mike. Just started listening to the podcasts. They are great. Thank you. Thanks to everybody who sent us a tweet. We will read them out here. We love questions more than we do random statements because sometimes it's like, I like ponies. Okay, well, that's very nice. That didn't really fit the MO of our show. Anyway, I want did he ponies can... in Destiny. That's there we what go. I want to improve. Pony mounts. <laughs> <laughs> did he work? People find your content. Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS. D I T T Y D T S. And youtube.com slash wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. We want to say a quick thank you to our friends over at destinytracker.com. You should check them out. They've updated the site with plenty of Trials of Osiris stats and Prison of Elders stats. Everything you need to know for your Guardian, the most in-depth stat tracking site on the web for Destiny. Head to destinytracker.com. You can follow the show on destinytheshow.com. That's where all the links will be from today's show and more. Or at Destiny the Show on Twitter. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on Twitter or on youtube.com slash BBK Dragoon. Have a great week, Guardians. We look forward to talking with you next time. Good luck in the trials, and we'll see you later.